In Matthew 4.19, Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Join us in this conversation as we discuss following Jesus, leadership, and doing life with others. Welcome to the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. And now back to our conversation with Dwayne Wood. Well, speaking of disciple makers, you are, and I want—I know that uh, you came out of college. You've been in the business world ever since, um, mm-hmm. and so you've you've made a living, and just like the rest of us out there, figuring out how to pay the bills and and all of that. Um, but you've gone on now to where you disciple men, and the the cool thing about this podcast, I think, is that we really try to help encourage those who are out there day to day trying to be a disciple maker. Mm-hmm. And so um, tell us a little bit about your uh, what you've learned about disciple-making and what you're doing with that now. So I always knew that I was to share my faith. That was one of the things that I was taught by Coach Scroggins early on, to share my faith. And, and I did so. At Georgia Tech, I would share my faith with people. When I went to work, I would share my faith with, with people. Um, but I, I didn't really have a plan. It was ah. it was kind of haphazard, mm-hmm. and uh, if I can get them to church and talk to them, you know, it 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 really was, I would say, comical. But uh, I I also know that that guys I would pray for over the years, um, maybe I planted some seeds because I'd get a call. I remember one time I got a call from a from a guy that I used to work with who I'd prayed for for years, and uh, he called me and he said, "Hey, Dwayne." Uh, I'm going on this walk to Emmaus thing. Uh, would you be my sponsor? I want you to be my sponsor. And for those who don't know, walk to Emmaus is a 72-hour, three-day, uh, basically spiritual spiritual retreat. And uh, uh, out of the blue. And uh, so things like that have kind of happened. That's the most dramatic. But things mm-hmm. like that have happened over the years. But um, about, uh, ooh, I guess about 2014, when my oldest uh, was graduating high school and we were becoming empty nesters. I remember going in and resigning from the different things that I was doing. I coached high school football for 14 years mm. and uh, long time served on the finance committee here and doing other things here. I just kind of resigned everything. And uh, I was standing with um, our uh, uh, accounting head uh, talking about my resignation and our senior pastor walked over, and she said, he's he's leaving. And I told him, I said, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do for the next phase. And the, the senior pastor, Steve, said, just do for men what you do for your kids. <laughs> okay, and about that time, I was getting introduced to you mm-hmm. and coming to the Thursday morning men, mm-hmm. and I, I became part of one of your groups, mm-hmm. and you know I'm big about the toolbox. Oh, and yeah. so I, I I developed a toolbox. Yeah. And you let me say this about you. You were so fun to disciple uh, in that group. We were together for three years, and you opened your home. Yeah. And so on Wednesday mornings for an hour and a half every Wednesday morning, your precious wife actually fixed us breakfast. I couldn't believe it. We'd show up to your house, and then we walked through the Bible. We walked through some different curriculum. And the thing about you, Dwayne, I remember that was so inspiring to me um, was how you were basically just saying. Give me some tools, show me how to use them, and then I'll go do it. <laughs> that doesn't always happen. Uh, and so you've been one of the great reproducers, so to speak, wow. of of, uh, of many of the men that I've discipled. And so tell us a little bit about the, what you mean by the toolbox. Yeah, so the, the toolbox is um, 
a testimony where where so for my life I always try to live my life in a way that people would ask about the hope that I have and I'm ready to give an answer and it was blah 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 blah, blah <laughs> until I sat down and actually worked on my testimony okay and we came up with a 30 minute a 3 minute and a 1 minute yeah and so I can give you the 1 minute if it, it, you know depending on the situation also the four spiritual laws. That's how I came to know the Lord. Well, now I, I you know, I, I would have to go back to the book. Now I know how to share yeah. off the top of my head, scripture memory, and and really just being in the Word. Um, you know, I've, I've read my Bible on and off, not continually for my whole life, but read it on and off. But a lot of devotional. Uh, material, you know, you're reading small snippets, and I, I just began reading the Bible from beginning to end, mm. and and I do believe that's the way God intended us to <laughs> read it. It's a story. It's an overarching story that mm. everything points to Christ, and mm. I, I begin. I did it. I read it one year, and then I read it another year, and then I read it another year. And all of a sudden, you begin to see things. The next two, three, four laps you make through Mm -hmm. the Word, you begin to see, oh, my goodness, this is pointing to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, so I would say that the toolbox is is definitely a, a, a thing that every man ought to have. And, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, I like to tell everybody strategically. I can tell you what you're supposed to do tactically. You know, that's between you and God. You got to figure that out. So mm-hmm. tactically, your toolbox may look a little different than mine. But meaning, meaning there are different scriptures you help guys unpack, and different assessments, and different different scriptures, but different different. So, so I like I like using the four spiritual laws. There's other guys that have right. different techniques to share the gospel with you that are different than the four spiritual laws, and that's perfectly fine if that's what you're comfortable with. But have it in your toolbox. Yeah. No. You know, have it there. It's on my phone. It's in my head. If I forget things, and you know, I keep a backup on my phone. But uh, be prepared to give an answer for those who yeah. approach you about the hope that you have. Yeah, that that scripture I know is so important. That First Peter three fifteen, I think it is, right? Yeah. Where I think Peter says, set, set apart Christ as Lord in your hearts and be ready to give an answer to everyone that asks you for the hope that's within you. But do so with gentleness and, and respect. Right. I think that is so. That's exactly what happened with you on the golf course with Coach Scroggins, and that's obviously what you do when you share your faith story or the gospel with other people. Is you do it with gentleness and respect. How important is that to you? It's very important, but I I, I weigh that against not offending somebody. But at the same time, it's like I need to tell them. And yeah. so, yeah, I want to do it with gentleness, gentleness and respect. But if I'm if that keeps me from doing it. Then I know that's not the answer either, right? Right. right. Yeah. And so we we've got to share. Yeah. It, the power is in the gospel. The power is in the word. The power is in the gospel. It's always not anything that we do. It always <laughs> has been. That's the reason I go back to Coach Scroggins. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach Scroggins came in the '90s and went to church with us here. Uh, and um, this is your old high school coach. This is my old high school a- coach. He well, he was in town. He was okay. a coach on the Florida staff. So it used to do they, – they, now they do Florida High School All-Star Game and Georgia High School All-Star Game. But about 10 years, they did Florida versus Georgia. Okay. And it was at the Georgia Dome. And so he was on the South coaching staff. Uh, and uh, he came – he and Mrs. Scroggins came and uh, uh, stayed with us and uh, went to church with us. And he showed me his Bible. He opened up and showed he, – he's 
copious note taker and scripture reader. He opened his book and he said, Dwayne, these are all the guys that I have shared with, all the football players that I've shared with over the years. Wow. And he had two columns. And my name was on one column. And he said, he said, listen, these are the guys that I've shared with who agreed to meet with me Uh, and let me disciple them. Ah, that's the key. He said, every one of these guys that I go to, every one of them, there's a visible evidence. There's fruit. Mm. You can inspect the fruit. You can see the fruit. He said, these guys that didn't want to meet with me, didn't want to disciple. He said, you know, I, I led them to the Lord, but when I go back and circle back, I said, I don't see fruit. Wow. Now, he's no, no comment on whether they're saved or not saved, but yeah, yeah. I don't see fruit. Well, discipleship so, is the key. A, discipleship, to me, discipleship is the key. You yeah. need somebody to hold your hand and walk with you and teach you. And it's just what our Lord did for the 12 apostles. Right he there. walked with them. He taught them. He prepared them. Yeah. And I, I think we ought to take a lot of... Um, of um, uh, it just the way that the Lord was patient with the dis- the apostles, the disciples, the way that He was patient with them. I'll tell it to you two times, three times. <laughs> Finally, they get it. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Act, they didn't actually get it until after He resurrected. Yeah, but they finally got it. They finally got it. And so we walk beside somebody. If we share our faith. We need to walk beside them to help yeah. them. Build the tool, you know, build the practices mm-hmm. that will help them come to know Christ in a real, long lasting, and meaningful way and sharing their faith with others. And you are currently now um, discipling a group of men. Yes. And um, so, what I'm getting from you, Dwayne, I think all of our listeners are getting this too, is that it's not about tricks, it's not about fancy tactics, it's about sharing Christ, walking with them, and unpacking scripture together. What is it you're doing with these disciples now, uh, the guys that you're leading now, that you see as making the most difference in their life? Well, I've heard you say this as well, and other people that begin leading disciple groups just go do it. But you know, the first group that I led certainly isn't what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn from that. We learn from that. Uh, but what we're doing now is we are just studying and reading the scriptures. Mm-hmm. We're not using any tools. We're reading, discussing, questions come up. We do research. We try to find, you know, I I, I don't have a degree in, uh, in theology. I'm not a Bible scholar, uh, but... I think that may be an advantage. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, it can. I know a lot of guys with Bible degrees that aren't discipling, honestly. Right, right. And, and I understand that. And, yeah. and, and that's why... I'm on this um, uh, position now of just read the Word for yourself. Yeah. Just read it for yourself. I employ people in my Sunday school class, wherever I'm at. Don't trust what I say. Read the Word. And so yes. now I have a group of guys, there's six of us, that are going through this Bible, going through the Bible in the entire year. We will read the Bible the entire year, and uh, we meet to talk about it. We'll take a break, but our reading won't stop. It's keeping us in the Word every day, uh, and and um, I, I believe the pa- that's that's the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Word. I, I mean, that. it's just it changes people. It I love cha- that. But there's accountability with that, isn't there? If you've got a group of guys and you know everybody's reading together, and you're going to show up and talk about what you read, I guess there's a sense that I need to read this, right? Yeah, I need to read this and come prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of wading into things a little bit slowly, as you meant. But hey, come prepared. I need 
I'd like to have us each have three or four things that we want to talk about. And we will, you know, as opposed to me sitting down and talking about what we're reading every week Mm -hmm. and asking if there's questions, it's no, come prepared with questions. We, that's what we do. And it, it, it will, um, so the guys are crafting the questions. It's not necessarily you're crafting all the questions. Well, I get I get the right to ask some questions myself. Sure, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I like and, that model. Yeah, I and, like that. And, and and you know, I will tell you, we we started the fall with the Book of Romans. Okay. And so we spent all fall chapter a week, you know, doing doing Romans, and Romans is so thick. It's just <laughs> it. But one of the guys. In the group, uh, a couple weeks ago, came up, told me, he said, "I've been, I've been a round church. I've been a believer since I was a little bitty boy." He said, I'm, "He said I've learned more in the last five months wow. than I have in my whole life, and it's because we just, just read. keeping your nose in the book. Keep your nose in the book. I That's exactly that. right." Eugene Peterson wrote a book one time. I'll never forget the title. He said the title was "Eat This Book," mm. <laughs> and it was about scripture. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I I believe that. I think the more we read it, the more we'll we'll learn. We ask the Holy Spirit to to give us wisdom to to discern more. And the other thing that I find, Mark, is that wherever I'm at in the Word, wherever I'm at in the Scripture, when I meet people, I find a way. God brings opportunities to apply what I'm reading that week, mm-hmm. and and so I don't always have to go digging deep. Right. It's like what is right at the at the forefront of what we're we're reading right now. Yeah, I I, I like that. The Lord is going to give you what you need when you need it. It's just a it's just a faith in His provision. Yeah, right? it's not about you going and searching it out as much as He's going to provide. It, it, yeah, you know, you reminded me of a Spurgeon quote. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, the great silver tongue orator of the eighteen hundreds, mm. um, he said, "The Bible does not need defending." He said, "Scripture is like a lion." It doesn't need you to defend it. Just let it out. It'll take care of itself. (laughs) And what you're doing with these guys is you've committed to meet with them. You've set the time and the place. Everybody's reading Scripture together, and what you're seeing are lives transformed. You're seeing men uh, being transformed by the Word of God. And I just think that is such a powerful testimony. Um, What encouragement, Dwayne, as we wrap this up this morning, would you give to that guy who's out there or that woman out there that is committed to being a disciple maker and is maybe on the front end of that and maybe is feeling a little discouraged or curious or questioning, was this really what I'm supposed to be doing? What encouragement would you give them today? Well, I I will tell you that uh, I'm an introverted personality, and so I, uh, I love people, but I need to get to know you. And so, honestly, sharing is very difficult for me. It's extremely difficult. Interesting. And um, I remember talking to you a little bit about this. I, I had, you know, you pray about it, obviously cover it in prayer, but how to get my next group together. And things just weren't seemed to be coming together. And then uh, um, we, I, I, I led a, uh, a course through our church uh, studying the book of Mark. And uh, I have one guy that was faithful and came. How about that? He loved it. And then Were you disappointed had, that you only had one no, guy? No. Okay, good. No, I wasn't. I told I told my wife, I said, you know, I'm just to be faithful. It's up to the Holy Spirit. It's up to God to provide. Yes. I'm just to be faithful. Yeah. And and so I've tried to be faithful and through that we now have a group with six of us. 
Praise the Lord. Right. And so <laughs> and so that that little group of one has turned into a group of six and we went into covenant in January and so we're we're on our way. Praise God. And uh I, I would tell anybody that's uh discouraged to, you know, just Find another brother, somebody or sister that you can share with that'll encourage you and you know, I remind everybody to speak encouraging words to one another. Yeah. I mean that's what the body is supposed to do. We're we're supposed to have unity. Jesus you you know this and you're smiling, but in in the the last night before he went to the cross in John seventeen, he's praying for us. He's praying for us to have unity and to be one. And yeah. you know, that was for you and me. It was for the Apostles, but then he got to you and me. Yes. And so just find a brother or sister, share with them if you're struggling, talk to God about it, Mm -hmm. and persevere. Mm -hmm. I I do know that if um, if you'll persevere and you put your faith in God and in Jesus to, um, they will will work a a miracle. They -hmm. will work in your life. There's no doubt about it. It's very encouraging. And and the thing I'm walking away with from this conversation today, Dwayne, is number one, um, just provide an opportunity for people to be in the Word. Let the Word speak to them. Let them bring questions to the group. And you don't necessarily need to purchase the latest, greatest, fancy video curriculum out there and all this stuff. Just (laughs) be faithful to, to Scripture. And you don't have to be a Bible scholar to do it. You don't have to have a theology degree. Just be faithful and and just say, Lord, here am I. Right, yeah. use use me. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know that if you're out there today, you've been encouraged by Dwayne's story. And I just want to remind you that if you go to four nineteen disciplemakers dot org, lots of free resources there for you. Just it'll blow your mind the amount of content that's there that you can thumb through, just to continue to build your own faith, uh, as well as teaching videos, encouragement, all kinds of things there that we hope uh, that will be a blessing to you. Share this podcast with somebody. Um, that you think would be blessed by it, and continue to uh, send us your feedback, what's working for you, what you would like to hear more of, and um, we will continue to try to be faithful what the Lord's called us to here uh, at 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. God bless you, and I just pray that uh, you have a spirit of encouragement over you today as you go out and live out the Great Commission. For more information, check out our website, 419disciplemakers.org. Join us again next week as we continue our conversation on the 419 Disciple Makers podcast.